You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez. They call me Speeds the Spitting Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and because of the American Forces Radio Network around the world. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. And I want to give a big shout-out to some of our affiliates in the state of Kentucky today in Bowling Green out there, 1340 AM WBGN in Hopkinsville, 1230 AM. A.M. in Paintsville, 1490 AM WSIP, and in Radcliffe, a 94.3 FM. Big shout out to you guys here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Donnie Burns, we got some polls up on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle that people can, in, you know, join the conversation here on the Fantasy Freestyle if they so choose. And if you want to, at any point this hour, you could holler at your boy at 844-843-6879. If you want to join the conversation, you could also follow me at Spittin' Speeds. Uh, you know, ask your questions. We'll get them answered during the show. Um, I do want to say something, though, Donnie. Before we get into the meat of our show, and, you know, we put the fun and functional sports radio, you're going to get speeds to start in lineup, and obviously the topics we talk about in Speed Cypher. But let me tell you something. I don't usually talk about soccer, but there was something real interesting in the Champions League over the last two days. Okay, if you remember, first of all, the Dortmund team had um, a bomb. Uh, by their team bus yesterday, which uh, delayed the game. And one of their defensemen, Mark Batra, had to have surgery for like a wrist. He had shrapnel in his arm. It was a real bad scene. Okay. And, you know, remember a few weeks ago when the team, the Michigan team plane had a had an experience, you know, and that team bonded together. I'm going to tell you, Dortmund had the opposite today. There was an own goal. This defenseman that was missing maybe would have been a little bit different. They looked really like kind of hungover, like they were affected in the first half. They made a run. But then ultimately did lose to Monaco three to two. I think this is something that we should really talk about a little more. I do not want, you know, explosions and targeted attacks on teams. This is absolutely crazy. I know my American Forces Radio Network listeners understand what I'm talking about. Call in if you want. When we come back, we're gonna go right into the cipher, speed starting lineup, all that and more, fantasy freestyle. What it is. This is your boy Dane Martinez. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Check it out. The way, the best way you could listen live, literally, just download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way you can get the Fantasy Freestyle, you get the DFS lineup lock, you get Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Roto Experts in the Morning, everybody here on this great network. And it's all for free, okay? You don't have to go somewhere else where you might have to pay for your advice. We're here for free, giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And of course, I want to give a big shout out to all of our sports byline 
affiliates around the country and our American Forces Radio Network listeners making this a truly global show. My boy Donnie Burns on the ones and twos. How does it feel to know that uh, you're being heard right now, you know, across the world, you know, who knows where right now? It feels great. You know, everyone works real hard over here and it's glad I'm glad that uh, at least a lot of us are getting heard. A lot now. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, that's why I wanted to say I I really think we need to spend a minute on this, uh, you know, what was an attack on the Borussia Dortmund team. Yesterday, okay, they they tried to bomb them as they were walking to their team bus, you know, and 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 we talk about rivalries here in the states, you know, Yankees, Red Sox, Ohio State, Michigan, Duke, North Carolina, you know, but if there's literally like you know sports terrorism going on in other parts of the in other parts of the world, and to me. You know, I think that is the worst of all kinds, you know, because what terrorism tries to do is get, you know, at our fabric of life, you know, and put us in fear. And if we can't gather to celebrate things like sport, uh, then we really need to take a serious look at it. And so I really hope that, um, you know, shout out to the Borussia Dortmund team. And hopefully, even though they they lost today, that, um, you know, that their spirits are high and that everybody out there is okay. But I do want to keep it moving here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and give you a few news and notes from around Major League Baseball as I give you speeds of starting lineup here on the Fantasy Freestyle. First of all, J.D. Martinez is coming back from a a Liz Frank injury. He's set to face live batting practice today. Um, He may join the team down in Tampa. They're there on a road trip to join their team, be back and hit some more batting practice and then maybe start a rehab stint. He is on schedule to come back in early May. The Nationals put Stephen Drew on the DL. Guess why? A hamstring injury. Haven't I been talking about that all week long? Yet another hamstring injury putting somebody on the DL. Matt Harvey, they're saying, however, should be okay for his next start. He was running to cover first base yesterday, and guess what happened? Felt a twinge where? His hamstring. Another potential hamstring injury. Clay Buckholtz, the MRI reveals he has a partial tear in his right flexor. Clay Buckholtz in that same game, he's now going to see Dr. James Andrews. I'm telling you, those are the worst three words in all of sports. Dr. James Andrews. Sam Dyson blew another save opportunity for the Texas Rangers last night, giving up three runs in the ninth inning. Earlier in the week, I told you to go and pick up Matt Bush, that he was a diamond in the rough. I told you. I hope you did it before, because now he's up to 37% owned in most leagues. You should have been listening to Speeds the Spitting Statistician earlier in the week. And also, you know, two guys to keep an eye on, Byron Buxton and Jonathan Villar, both have struck out 17 times in their team's first seven games. That's something that had only been done once since 1900. Now, both of them doing it, uh, you know, K-rates real high there. Um they're going to have to fix that or else they will not be still in their team's starting lineup. Also, you may have heard already, but Yoenis Cespedes, he's not my Ennis. He's not our Ennis. He's Yo Ennis. He hit three home runs last night in a 14-4 to win against the Phillies. Terry Collins says he is not surprised. But my question for you, and it's a poll question on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle, is he the batting practice or home run derby king? Is he the person you would most want to see or even pay money to to see take batting practice or be in the home run derby? Okay, so we got that poll up there right now. Yoenis Cespedes is definitely one of the options. Here are the other options you can choose from. One, Giancarlo, don't call me Mike Stanton. Okay, this is a guy who I think if anybody could hit a 600-foot home run in the major leagues right now, it's going to be Giancarlo Stanton. Um, is it Mark Trumbo? Remember that home run derby in Kansas City a few years back where Trumbo was hitting bombs? This guy in Baltimore continues to hit bombs. Is he someone 
Or someone out of left field for you. Is it Ichiro Suzuki? Ichiro Suzuki, you may not think about this, but he can hit home runs. In bat- if you've ever seen him in batting practice, he can also put on a show. So holler at us on that FNTSY radio Twitter or me, Dane Martinez, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter if you want to get in and vote on those. Let's talk about a little bit of DFS action. Remember, I tell you all the time the way to win your leagues and win that cash is with starting pitching in DFS. And I gave you some guys last night. I said I like Cole Hamels last night at 9,500. He had a nice little game. Seven innings pitch. Only gave up one earned run. Struck out five. Got you the quality start. Would have been in line for the win. But like I said, Sam Dyson blew that win for him. But, yo, if you rode with him, you were just fine. Remember I also told you that I still like Jamison Tyone, even though there was that rain delay. He did go straight through. Six innings pitch. Two earned runs. Four strikeouts. He got the quality start. But the Reds wound up winning that game 6-2. to two. And the Reds. Shout out to the Reds. They are now 7-2 and two on the young season. I also told you that the guy I liked later on on the slate, if you looked a little bit further down at 7,500 last night, was Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray had a nice game, 6-2 and two thirds, scoreless ball with 8 strikeouts. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Hopefully you had Robbie Ray. So, so tonight, Tonight, I'm looking at FanDuel prices, and I don't understand some of these. I have no idea why the two highest-priced guys are as high as they are. I would fade John Lackey at $9,000. He's not an ace. Same for Stephen Wright at 8800 against Baltimore. What I like is Marcus Stroman at 8600 tonight. He's still kind of riding high from that WBC high. Showed K strikeout upside. In his first start, getting five strikeouts in six and a third innings. And I like that matchup against Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a team that strikes out a lot. I like uh, Marcus Stroman tonight at 8,600. Uh, the other thing I'll tell you is I'm fading Giovanni Gallardo and the uh, Seattle tonight. I, I got, I'm putting a lot of Astros in my lineup. Jose Altuve is at 3,100. I think that's the cheapest you're going to see Jose Altuve all season long. He's had a little bit of a slow start. I acknowledge that. But he went two for five last night, got his first RBI of the season. And then also George Springer there. He has been hot. I think he's part of what I'm calling the leadoff hitter revolution. I think I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more on the Fantasy Freestyle later on this week. Um, George Springer, hot. And I like him against Giovanni Gallardo tonight. What I want to do before we go to break, though, talking about something I saw um, that you, you may need to check out as it relates to Wrigley Field. You know, they continued their renovations after their World Series victory last year, okay? And what they did was they moved the bullpen to underneath the bleachers in the outfield, and they added four rows down the baselines, okay? What that wound up doing is cutting 2,500 square feet of foul territory, Okay. Now they are one of the three stadiums with the three uh, like least amount of foul territory in the major leagues. And you would think, does that really make a difference? I'm here to tell you that it actually does. Okay. We've talked about this, and and here are the here are the three ballparks where there's the least amount of foul territory. Okay. It's now Wrigley. Global Life Park, which is the home of the Texas Rangers, and Fenway Park, obviously the home of the Boston Red Sox. The team the batting averages at those parks are 261. Contrast that with the three most, uh, you know, most space of foul territory. Those are Tropicana Field for Tampa, Comerica in Detroit, and uh, that dumpster fire of a coliseum out there in Oakland that we've talked about a little bit. The batting average there is 249 collectively. Now, listen, I admit. 
that, you know, the A's and the Rays are just not as good offenses, obviously, as the Cubs and the Red Sox. But I do think this has something to do with it, okay? And, and you know, historically, that's been the case in Oakland. You know, they had guys like Carney Lansford out there before, Johnny Damon out there before, Jason Giambi. Nobody on the Oakland A's has ever won a batting title. This is something to consider um, moving forward, that ballpark factor. These three ballparks out in Oakland, out in Detroit, and out in Tampa with a ton of foul territory. I like pitchers in those ballparks. And also... You know, consider the ballpark. You know, think about Atlanta. We don't know what that ballpark factor is just yet. Although my homegirl, Jessica Kleinschmidt, that is part of the Benny Riccardi definitive guide to fantasy baseball, writing a chapter, big time ballpark factors. She thinks that the new SunTrust uh, Park in Atlanta is not going to be a big difference. But I think you need to take the time to see how these things play out in April. My man, Tony Sincata, last hour on the DFS lineup lock said, don't invest huge chunks of your bankroll. In April, you got to see how these things play out. Think about even, you know, in Coors Field, we were talking about fading them, and they had like a 3-2 game yesterday. Weather is still cold. Ball is still not traveling. You know, you need to think about these things and consider. So why don't you ease into the baseball season? That's what I'm telling you. Don't go too hard with your bankroll so you could, uh, you know, wait until you know these things, and then you will win your league and win that cash. Yo, when we come back, Speed Cypher is going to get it going. I got a couple of things I want to ask you about. Matty Ice is binge-watching some interesting things. We'll check in our polls. All that and more when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is your boy, Dane Martinez. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates and, of course, to all the service men and women out there on American Forces Radio Network. Yo, remember I was giving you my starting lineup before? One last thing on that. Um, those guys in Vegas, they know a lot of things. They keep building big buildings out there on your money. And uh, the biggest favorite of the night at minus 230 tonight is also the Toronto Blue Jays with Marcus Stroman. So if that's not another thing to think about, you know, who I'm trying to help you win that cash, I don't know what else is. But let me tell you something. Another way that we're going to help you out here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is with RotoExperts.com and their exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package, which is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We let you set the ideal lineups every week. In this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. Enter promo code FREERADIO at checkout and you'll get a special discount, okay? That's why we hold you down and give you what you need. What I want to do is, uh, you know, keep it moving in our cipher here. That's what I like to do. Talk to you about some topics and things that I find interesting. And remember, if you want to holler at me, you can at 844-843-6879. You could also follow us at FNTSY Radio or me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Check it out. News and notes from the NFL. Reports are indicating now that the Cleveland Browns may be split on their number one overall draft pick between Miles Garrett, the edge rusher out of Texas A&M, and Mitchell. Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubinsky, the quarterback of North Carolina, at number one. 
I kind of think this is the time of year where a lot of smoke screens happen. People are trying to, you know, a lot of fake news out there, a lot of disinformation. Um, the Rams are going to exercise the option on Aaron Donald, his fifth-year rookie option. Of course, PFF has his rated has Aaron Donald rated as the best defensive player in the NFL. Odds are we're hearing that the Jets will trade defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson either before or during the draft. Remember, the Jets are looking to accumulate talent as they rebuild and, uh, you know, reset the tone and the culture of that locker room. Sheldon Richardson has had some character concerns. And news out of uh, St. Louis, excuse me, not St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams, James Laranitis is to retire after eight years in the NFL. He's been a solid linebacker in his eight-year career. He's leaving the game at only age 30. So check it out. Um, Donnie, I don't know if you saw, but Yoannis Cespedes hit not one, not two, but three home runs last night. And it made me think, is he the guy that people want to see maybe in a batting practice scenario, in a home run derby scenario? So we put that poll question up right now. And right now, 59% of the people out there that are voted... They're saying actually is Giancarlo Stanton. I can see that. I think people are sleeping on Ichiro, only 18%. I bet Ichiro actually could win a home run derby because he's so, you know, kind of compact, focused, and bat on ball kind of thing that he, I've seen him in batting practice really put on a show. But of course, with the recency bias, Yoannis Espedes and Giancarlo Stanton getting a lot of the votes there, only 1%. With Mark Trumbo, I think people are forgetting about the bombs that he can hit. There's other people out there. You know, I'm a big Yankee fan. Maybe Aaron Judge could join the conversation there. But the other poll question that I have up there on the FNTSY radio Twitter handle that I think is interesting is, uh, I told you, Matty Ice is uh, binge-watching some interesting things. You know what he's watching over and over and over again, Donnie Burns? He's watching... Last year's Super Bowl where the Atlanta Falcons blew a huge third quarter lead and lost it in overtime. Quotes from Matty Ice. He says, I watched it the day after. I watched it two days after. And then I watched it three days after. For me, it was one of those things. I want to kind of be able to deal with it appropriately. Maybe that's different for everybody. Some people bury it away. For me, it was like, all right, let's watch it. You know. And then, you know, a lot of people were talking about the, the play calling towards the end of that Super Bowl. Were, were the Falcons a little too aggressive? Should they have run the ball, especially after that ball to Julio Jones, which put them on the 22-yard line and in field goal range? But listen, Matty Ice is saying he's, you know, he's backing up his play caller, uh, you know, Shanahan, who is now obviously the head coach out there in San Francisco. But um, he's saying, listen, we would have loved to have gotten a different result. But if you're going to tell me we do the same thing and get the same result, obviously we do something different. But you got to believe in what you're doing. And that's the way we approached it all year. We were aggressive the entire year. That's not going to change. I love that approach. And listen, something went right for him, right? He was the MVP of the league, 4,900 yards, 38 touchdowns. But I ask you on that FNTSY radio Twitter handle right now, what would you do in that situation? Are you someone more who would want to watch it over and over again like Matty Ice? Or are you someone who's like, nah, I don't need to see that. You know, they talk about like burying the game film at times. I don't know. I think I'm someone who would not want to watch it, you know, over and over again. But I would watch it. I would not shy away from it. What do you think, Donnie Burns, in a situation like this? You know, with your AAU team, you know, you guys get blown out by 50. Are you really going hard on it or are you just kind of on to the next one? Yeah, I'm not I'm not rewatching that stuff. And, you know, Matty Ice is going to be joining a long line of people who see Tom Brady in their nightmares. So it's true. It's not like, you know, it's not anything crazy. Tom Brady is one of the greatest to ever play. So I wouldn't be rewatching it, though. But like I said, he just joined a long line of people that hate 
Playing against Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. Uh, betting against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is never. not the way no, I'm to never do doing it. it you know? All right, well, we'll find out. You know what you uh, Maybe next year when we do Speeds versus the Kids, we'll see how your picks go. All right there, Donnie? Sounds good. All right, cool. So uh, check this out. Here's the next thing I want to talk to you guys about here in the Cypher on the Fantasy Freestyle. I saw something last night on TV. It's absolutely amazing. Don, I don't know if you ever see. Do you see these John Gruden quarterback camps ever? <laughs> He's yo, the man. I love he watching them. He is the man, yo. Okay, he is the man. And he did two that I, would re- I was really interested in because I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to get the scouting report on these two guys. He did Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubinsky last night, and I was watching it. It may have aired before. I'm not sure. But I caught it last night, and let me tell you something. First of all, they're amazing. The way, way John Gruden's like breaking down the film and talking to these guys and coaching them up and knocking them off their pedestal at the same time. And then they go and apply that on the practice field at whatever it's Gruden's thing, the FFCA or whatever it is. You know, I think it's absolutely awesome, right? And, but the thing is, Gruden is like so high on everybody. You know, Gruden is high on life. He absolutely loves everybody. I have yet to find someone. Oh, yeah, he does. I, exactly, he does I have like. yet to find someone that John Gruden is not high on. But he did, he did the Deshaun Watson and the Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trebinsky yesterday. And in the Deshaun Watson one, I thought it was really interesting. You know, he talked about his poise. He talked about how much of a leader he was, you know, and how, and, you know, how many big wins he had in his career at Clemson. But the big thing for Deshaun Watson was coming from that, that scheme, that that spread scheme where they do like the different hand signals and the different signs to now having to be a man in a huddle with 10 other men and spit out a play. And what I thought was interesting was Gruden said not only does he have to spit out a play, but he has to do what people are doing left and right in the NFL right now. He has to go in the huddle and he has to spit out two plays, one that's the play and one that's the kill, kill, kill. You know about, I think I'm going to name my fantasy football team this year, kill, 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 because that's the way to do it, right? And And so for a guy who's been in the spread system to have to come man that they were talking just some plays and Gruden was giving him stuff and Deshaun Watson could not spit them back and I thought that was really interesting to understand all the stuff he's going to have to do not one but two plays sometimes even moving coverages left and right and then he talked to him about the reasons for the different reasons for his interceptions and how to you know help that in the communication in the huddle talking about how most of his interceptions were batted balls at the line of scrimmage and telling him how in the huddle, what you need to do is remind the offensive lineman to get those guys' hands down. You know, after J.J. Watt starting to bat all those balls down. I think it was really interesting. He talked about how to manipulate eyes for the guys like the deep safeties, the guys like Earl Thomas's. He calls them the road runner, okay? And how to manipulate the eyes when you're going down the seam or going deep down the field. You know, and I thought that was absolutely impressive. And then the other thing he was talking about was the miscommunication, you know, being on the same page with the receiver when you're doing some of those different calls at the line. You see guys like Eli Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, all of those guys really doing that. And he picked out a couple of plays where him and Mike Williams, who I also think is going to be a top 15 pick, were on the wrong page. And that led to interceptions, you know. But when it comes down to it, Deshaun Watson has all the tools. I personally, as a Jets fan, don't want them drafting a quarterback this year. I want them to just accumulate talent and suck for Sam. That's Sam Darnold of USC or Josh Rosen of UCLA next year. But this kid, Deshaun Watson, I'm real high on him. Then they did one on Mitchell Trubinsky. And, you know, the big thing about Trubinsky is that he was a backup for two years. He only has 13 games of starting experience at the college level. Okay, he had a good kind of team attitude, didn't mind being, you know, the backup and supporting the team, hopped in a couple times. But it was interesting. Gruden compared him to Cam Newton, who only had one year, who only had one year of results also, you know, but 
Cam, you saw it, and they showed clips of the Gruden camp all the way back in 2000, I think it was 11, with Cam Newton. But Mitchell Trubinsky, just, I don't know if he has the, uh, the it factor to lead men. He kind of reminds me, Don, and I, I know you, you might not like this, he reminds me of Blake Bortles. Trubinsky. No, I, I and, and you in the negative the, fashion yeah. or the yeah. All okay, the, I agree all with the you. Arm talent no, I in the world. All the arm talent in the world, but kind of came out of nowhere. Not playing high stakes college football per se, and kind of gave me a personality that he was a little aloof. I don't know if he's he going to be a leader experience. of men. He, he lacks the experience exactly. The games, I'm telling you, Trubinsky to me is the next Blake Bortles. I would not. A lot of people are talking about how high he is. That We're might be generous. <laughs> We're getting reports that the Browns may be considering him at number one. Overall, like I don't know, man. I think in three, four years, you will still be searching for the answer if you go up and get Mitch Trubinsky, or excuse me, Mitchell Trubinsky, you know, early in the first round. Deshaun Watson, I think, just has the it factor. All these comeback wins, you know, wins against, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Florida State, you know, he has the ability to do that. I'm not so sure about Mitchell Trubinsky, but I tell you what, though, Donnie, in the next couple of weeks as we laid up to the NFL draft, yo, here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we are going to have you covered. I was talking to the fantasy executive a little bit. We may do a special draft night show here on the Fantasy Freestyle, you know, giving them what they need to, you know, understand things like fantasy impacts of some of these players and really what it is you need to do and how that might change, you know, people in a dynasty league that you have. Remember, the top two rushers in the NFL last year, Ezekiel Elliott and Jordan Howard, both rookies. Will Fournette land somewhere good? Where Cook lands somewhere good? What will they do with Christian McCaffrey? What kind of scheme will he wind up with? That's what we want to know. Yo, when we come back, more on the Fantasy Freestyle. We put the fun in functional sports radio. Donnie Burns and me going to bring it on home. Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, maybe on all those sports byline affiliates around the country, or maybe around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Shout out to all our service men and women out there. I'm still trying to give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. We keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We about to blow up like a Samsung 7. Let me go around the league real quick. So far, some of those games that just got started. The Mets continue their hot streak. They are up one nothing early on in the Phillies. Michael Conforto leading off today, and he has already scored a run in the first inning. Reds and Pirates are scoreless. Brewers up on the Blue Jays, one nothing. I did give you Marcus Stroman. As my uh, fantasy pitcher, he's already given up a run. Hopefully he can keep it where it is right now. The Baltimore Orioles are all over the Boston Red Stocks. Stephen, uh, Stephen Wright, the knuckleballer, got the start. They're in the top of the second. The Orioles are up 8 nothing already. Braves and Marlins scoreless in the second. And then, uh, you know, we got other finals going on. Earlier in the day, uh, early, interesting early kind of mid-afternoon start where the Chicago White Sox and Cleveland Indians got it going on in Cleveland. The White Sox are up 2 nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Check it out. We also we got some poll questions up today on that FNTSY and uh, on Spittin' Speeds where you could follow me on Twitter. We asked you about Matt Ryan and how you feel about binge watching, you know, kind of the Super Bowl or or you know 
using it as fuel for motivation potentially or is it that you should just you know put it past you and keep it keep it moving very interesting right now we got a close poll right now 52 percent of you are saying nope you should burn the game fill not watch it over and over again 48 percent of you are saying yeah you should be watching it it's in fact motivation for you during the off season and right now 60 percent of you think that uh Giancarlo Stanton is the player you would most want to watch uh you know take BP or in the home run derby um so you guys know if you listen to fantasy freestyle that uh you know, we put the fun in functional sports radio, and you also know that I give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. I gave you the uh, I gave you that the Blue Jays at minus two thirty today were a nice play, even though they're losing one nothing right now. But check this out. There was a recent poll done. You know, they kind of outsourced a uh, a big polling industry to, to to poll fans of all the NFL teams and people associated with all the NFL teams about sports gambling. You know, and that's something we need to talk about here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to my boy Gabe Morency on game time decisions out there. I know he always talks about the lines and who to pick and who to play. I always look at that sports action app giving you the lines because I like to fade the public. But it's fine. It's, you know, it's sounding like. The NFL may move on this and start to allow sports gambling. And, and, and this, this survey that was taken could be some of the data that Roger Goodell uses. I think this is kind of like a trial balloon. Check this out. All 30, excuse me, 30 of the 32 teams polled, their fans were in favor of changing the federal law to allow states to decide if sports gambling should be legal or not in their state. So that to change the federal law and let states do it, all teams' fans were in favor of this, with the exception of the Steelers, who had 49% of their fans, and the Seahawks, who had 48% of the fans. Interestingly to find, though, that similar levels, team by team, would say that they are likely that they would bet on the games if it were legal. You know, something like two-thirds of all the people polled said that they would bet on games if it were, in fact, legal. And then also similar numbers said that they are more likely to watch or to follow or enjoy the games if they had a little, you know, if they had a little action on it, if they had shares of the action there, if they were betting on it. I really think, keep an eye on this, okay? This is moving all over the place. You know, we're starting to talk now, even on, you know, outfits like ESPN about the lines, about, you know, chalk and about betting, about bad beats out there. The place, it's going this way. And it's interesting because it's happening in all sports. You know, uh, an anonymous NBA executive in this article also said that there's forward motion towards sports betting. We've heard Adam Silver talk about this already. You know, Rob Manfred, commissioner of Major League Baseball, has said that he wants owners to be, quote-unquote, ready for dialogue on betting in the near future. And the NHL is already there. Listen, as the NHL playoffs begin, you know, today, next regular season, there will be the first actual Las Vegas relocation, which is the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They start in Las Vegas next season as an NHL franchise. Just to give you another little update here, because I did mention that the NHL playoffs are starting today. We are here live at Rockin' Riley's at Studio 34 across the street from Madison Square Garden, which is the home of the New York Rangers. Now, the Rangers are at Montreal for Game 1, but on the road, they are up one nothing in Game 1 of their Eastern Conference playoff series, so I did want to provide that update as well. But I think it's interesting, and you need to keep an eye on this, because I do think 
that uh, it's moving this way. And eventually, remember, obviously, the Raiders moving to Las Vegas as well. We've been, talked to, we've been talking about the relationship between gambling and professional sports for a while. Obviously, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we've talked about the legality of DFS, how it was legal, then it was illegal. But listen, it is moving in that direction. So get your stake in it now. Be kind of first to market if you can, because that's definitely the way things are moving. Check it out. I want to keep the fun on Functional Sports Radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And I want to tell you, remember, so many different ways to hear the Fantasy Freestyle and everybody on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Remember, there's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. You can download us or subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And check it out. If you if you subscribe on iTunes or Audio Boom or iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio, whatever it is, subscribe. But also, do me a favor. And write a review. Okay, if you write a positive review, put those five stars. You know, that's the kind of society we're in right now. It gets a little bit higher up on that search bar, and then more and more people can listen to speeds. And, you know, that would make me happy. So it would be nice if you did that. Let me tell you something. One of the things we've been talking about, and I know my, my, my boy Donnie Burns, who's over there in the production room on the ones and twos, one of the things that we've been talking about with Donnie Burns is this three-on-three league that is about to pop off in June. The big three, three-on-three league. And there is some news out of the big three league that I want to get into today. Two things that I saw yesterday or today about it. One, they have hired, the league has hired a CEO. And I think this is very, very important, okay? Because, you know, okay, yeah, there's great buzz, there's great publicity about guys like Ice Cube and Allen Iverson. But let me tell you something. They hired former Raiders CEO Amy Trask to be the CEO of this league. And I think this lends a lot of credibility. Amy Trask is a very respected businesswoman in the NFL for years. Was the CEO of the Raiders from 1997 through 2000. 13 handled all of the non-football operational you know decisions and I think um, you know this is a tried and true sports businesswoman okay she started in 1983 with the Raiders as an intern while she was still going to law school and moved herself all the way up I think this is a great move for the big three three on three league and you know they just continue to do things right they are doing things the right way and here's another story about the big three league that I think is very interesting And again, they're doing everything right to generate buzz, to be organized in the right way. I remember I told you a couple of weeks ago that what they're doing is they're going to have, it's going to be kind of like a barnstorming tour. They're going to have four games played at one of their, in one of their markets. Okay. So you're going to be able to see all of the kind of retired stars on these teams. I remember going through the team names and the co-captains with you, Donnie Burns, a few weeks ago. And I know you loved it. Guys like Corey Maggetti, Jason Williams, you know, Catino Mobley and some dope names, some dope logos. They're doing it right, and they're, 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 they're keeping the buzz going, you know, with drips and drabs. Here's the other thing that I think now is amazing. Chauncey Billups has said that he has donated $5,000 worth of tickets to uh, the, first, the first weekend's game, which will be taking place at Barclays Center. Uh, I believe it is June 26th. And what they're saying is now, not only is this going to be a barnstorming tour because all of the four games or five games are going to be played at the same site so fans can see it, they are also now going to do acts of community service in each city when they go there. I think this is absolutely incredible. I think Ice Cube and this league, they are nailing it. You know, Chauncey Billups goes on to say... And I quote, 
One of the best things about the Big Three League and one of the reasons I was down to play on it is that they're doing a lot of great things in the communities they serve. In every market we go to, we're going to be doing something special for the community. You know how I feel about that. I've tried to be involved in that throughout my entire career. With this first game, I'm giving away $5,000 worth of tickets to be split between two different organizations. He then goes on to name the different organizations. Donnie Burns. I don't know if I got your back yet, man, but let me tell you something. We've been talking about this big three what do you think man i mean like yet another thing that this league i think is doing absolutely correctly yeah i completely agree with the hiring of a ceo and yep. for a lot of the people that haven't seen some of these players play or haven't watched some highlights whether it be you know how but richard lewis and white chocolate if you guys haven't seen these two play yet you're oh, yeah. going to be thoroughly thoroughly entertained i'm so excited to watch this i know chauncey chauncey donating that five thousand dollars it just shows like why he's on ESPN now, why right. he's so successful, Absolutely. both as a player and as a human. So I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. Remember, the first weekend is here in New York at the Barclays Center. Don, I think uh, you know if your like, national champion AAU kids team is done, we may need to try to uh, talk to our fearless oh, leader, 100%. Mike Cardano, and see if we can spring for some tickets and check 100%. this out. hundred percent. I'm right? so in for that. All right, let's, let's, let's see if we can expense that. You know, maybe, it's a, uh, maybe it's a write-off because you know, we are in the broadcast journalism industry. And we can contact maybe Chauncey Billups because he uh, did buy five thousand dollars worth of exactly, tickets. Exactly, so. yo. Maybe we can get in. Shouts on that. out to Chauncey. Let's say, yeah, yo, Chauncey. And if you ever want to stop by the show, you absolutely can. And you know, talk about the Big Three League. That's absolutely possible. Yo, check it out though, Donnie. As we uh, put the fun in functional sports radio here in the Fantasy Freestyle, I got two stories, and I want to ask you which one you like better. Okay. First of all, I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday in Miami, a cat got loose onto the field. And it scaled the wall and wound up going onto like that crazy little mural that they have out there in the ballpark out there in Miami. And it delayed the game. They actually delayed the game. And so I thought this was an interesting thing because, you know, Yelich tried to catch the, you know, cat and it ran up the wall and it was cute. And I asked this because, you know, these days on the internet, I think if you want to go viral, you need a cat. And so, you know, I think it was a cute thing. I saw it a lot of places on the internet today. It was a cute story. Whatever. Or is it this story that I'm about to talk to you about? And I'm going to tell you, I think, I think it's the second one. Check this out. A truck in Atlanta that was carrying boxes and boxes and boxes of foam Atlanta Brave tomahawks got into an accident on the highway and opened like the door opened up and these foam tomahawks spread all across I southbound I-75 today and it like it caused traffic delays of like two three hours but can you imagine that driving on the freeway and then all of a sudden all of a sudden like foam tomahawks just like open up and spray at you so what do you think was better what do you think was better Donnie the cat scaling the wall in the Marlins game last night or uh, down there in Atlanta where the truck opened up and foam tomahawks from the Atlanta Braves I'm, I'm gonna the, have to go the with highway. the cat because really? I, did, I, yeah, I saw the video and the cat went up the electronic board yeah, yeah, yeah. over the, the barrier then into like the little circus it was pretty funny to watch so I didn't see the tomahawk thing but the cat one was actually pretty funny all right, all right. I don't think there was anything to see, quite frankly. I just think it was crazy that, you know, traffic was delayed for like three hours because of foam, foam tomahawks. You know, so I mean, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, right? But check this out. As we keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, let's check in on those polls one more time. You, it's very close right now, you know, and I have not seen a poll this close since the Breaking Bad Seinfeld finale, but uh, 51%. 
51% of you are saying, no, don't watch the game film over and over again. Bury the game film. Keep it moving. And then in terms of who you guys think is the best watch in terms of batting practice or a home run derby, I'm telling you, you guys are sleeping on Ichiro. Ichiro can put the ball in the stands whenever he wants, but 58% of you are saying that uh, Giancarlo Stanton is your boy. Check it out. We're about to take a break and put a nice little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, we're going to go around the league again. I'm going to tell you what's coming up next on our Fantasy Sports Radio Network You know, lineup. It's uh, in this league with my man Chris Welsh and Scott Bogman. They be doing it big. So we're going to come back. We'll put a nice little bow on it. We'll talk to you about what's going to happen tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle. Uh, we're going to be using Don Burns in an NBA playoff preview. All that and more. Come on back, though, for the end of the show today. Fantasy Freestyle. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We'll be right back. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and also on our Sports Byline affiliates across the country and on the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Hey, yo, Donnie Burns, we were just talking about that Big Three League. Well, big shout out, yo. I'm so glad that we've partnered with Sports Byline and their affiliates because, yo, Rick Title on, 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 on titolating, you know, on titolating sports from 10 a.m. to noon on weekdays, they had Ice Cube on. A couple of weeks ago, it sounds like, to talk about the big three leagues. So maybe we need to just, you know, holler at them and get those guests. Because I want, I want Ice Cube as, uh, you know, friend of the show, no? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually glad they told us about that. Because that, that's something I've actually been looking forward to. And absolutely. hopefully our fearless leader can get us those tickets. That's what we need to keep doing about. Yes, absolutely. We need to apply the pressure to our fearless leader. One note I want to give you. In a couple of minutes out there in Wrigley Field, the Chicago Cubs are about to get their World Series rings. I saw pictures of them on the, uh, you know, on the Twitter machine a little bit earlier. Boy, they look good. I'm telling you, uh, those rings are just getting bigger and bigger. But, yo, Donnie Burns, check it out. Uh, I had fun today. I had fun today, man. Let's uh, do it again tomorrow, right? Of course. <laughs> I have all day, baby. All day. Yo, check it out, Donnie. Tomorrow, what I want to do, because tonight is, you know, the last day of the NBA regular season, mm-hmm. right? So I think tomorrow would be a good time for us to, you know, you and me talk about, you know, NBA and the playoffs. Oh, maybe do a little course. bit of you preview. Because I know, because I know I don't, I don't have you on Friday, so we got to maybe do a little bit well, of Thursday NBA. Thursday preview. Right. So on Thursday, tomorrow, we got to do, uh, do a little NBA playoff preview. How's that sound? Sounds good. You know right. I'm always Let's do that. that. So check it out. Come on back tomorrow, guys, and check out Fantasy Freestyle. Same bat time, same bat channel, whether it's Sports Byline Affiliates on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or, of course, on the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Last note I want to give you tonight on the Fantasy Freestyle, um, a sad note to pass along. Uh, you know, comedic 30. great Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy passed away today. He died at age 57 of leukemia. You know, whether you knew him from Eddie Murphy's brother, whether you knew him from the Dave Chappelle show or whatever, you know, I just wanted to give that. 20. And here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we will pour a little bit out for you, Charlie Murphy. I'll be back tomorrow. Your boy will be holding you down. Speeds the spitting statistician here on the Fantasy Freestyle. 10. Like I said, with Donnie Burns, NBA playoff preview. Come on back tomorrow. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Peace.